Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Edith Kadambi. I am a certified finance and investment analyst and a financial educator. Today's episode is a bit special as I host my first guest, Kenyan on Fire. She shares her personal finance journey on Instagram and it has been a joy to see her progress as she works towards financial freedom, not forgetting the financial lessons that she has learned along the way. However, today we will be focusing more about her investing journey more specifically high investments in cryptocurrencies investing in cryptocurrencies has become very popular over the years and i am sure by now you cannot scroll through any social media page without seeing a post about it if you are thinking about getting into cryptocurrencies her experience will help you learn a thing or two i've seen so many people are starting to share their financial journey and mm-hmm. w- one of the things i've come to learn about personal finance is that mm-hmm. we all have our different experiences and True. the thing is we can always learn from one another but yes. you know when it comes to money people are very secretive when it comes to money finances how much you're making how much you spend and what you invest mm-hmm. you know stuff like that people are very secretive mm-hmm. so it has become rare especially i think in our culture to find people mm-hmm. talking openly mm-hmm. about their experiences with money and yeah. i think that is also one of the reasons why i was like yes 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 she's one of my first guests on my podcast because i i, I think i would like to start with someone who is, who is talking openly about their financial journey so yes. uh, you can tell us a little bit about yourself and how uh, your personal finance journey so far okay uh um, on social media, I'm known as um, Kenyan on Fire. Uh, I will say that I'm anonymous because first of the kind of work I do on a day to day, it needs I cannot um, be openly on social media. Um, and I am a Kenyan who is on her journey um, to financial freedom. Um, on in terms of fire, I I concentrate more on on financial freedom. I don't know if I when I reach that I will retire early or relax early or I don't know what I'll do. But for me right now, my main point is to get to financial independence. And um, I started sharing my journey because when I discovered fire and I was trying to find out um how does this go about? What do you need to do? I found out that there wasn't much of Kenyan content of somebody who was actually sharing their actual figures or talking about the issues they are coming across or what they are doing or where they are in their debt or their net worth or uh, what are they investing in exactly and all those things. And I thought, well, for me, I think as I also hold myself accountable by recording this, I can maybe help the next person to understand um, uh, what it is that is financial freedom to understand the things that I have discovered are important to me and will help me achieve financial freedom in the future. So that is why I share what I share. Um, that is why I will give my net worth and say, you know, currently I have a negative net worth, but I know I'll get to the positive, um, share what that what I'm investing in MMFs and pension and just try for me is to try and just get people thinking about if I want a pension, what do I need to do? Because the one thing we lack as I think even Kenyans or Africans is we sometimes take everything as as face value. And I think we need to start, even if I come and say, okay, go to this pension uh, uh, fund or Mm -hmm. buy this, go to this MMF. I need Mm -hmm. the person I'm telling to ask me why. 
not <laughs> just because I have uh, recommended it. It doesn't mean it's the best. Every there is, I think, where we are right now, even in this country, there are enough pension funds, enough money market funds, enough circles to give you what you need. Mm. All you need to do is research. Because sometimes I think we are a little bit, we tend to a little bit not want to research. And I speak for myself sometimes where <laughs> you want to be spoon fed. And I Very think true. when it comes uh, in f- to finances, we need to be a bit more diligent. Okay. Yeah. We need to be yeah. a bit more um go out there and, and wonder, okay, MMFs, I want to look at all the MMFs. Okay. Mm. Are they actually vetted by CMA or do mm. they just say that they are mm. authorized by uh, CMA? Um, Like for everywhere I have checked, I will not lie. For the circles, I went to the, even if I know they are well-known, mm. I went to the SASRA, the regulator website. Mm. I went to the uh, pensions uh, and provident fund regulator uh, RBA. RBA I've, yeah. I've called, yes, I've called CMA um, <laughs> on some of those. Um, like when I was looking at to invest in, yes, exactly. When I was looking to invest in ETFs mm. and I couldn't get information on the website mm. um, and the app I was trying to use had listed that they are authorized by CMA. I was like, hmm, are they? So I actually <laughs> called. I called CMA and I asked, and that's when I was explained what a sandbox is mm. in CMA, mm. where they are saying this is where they bring in, because sometimes changes happen before regulation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what CMA is trying to do is make sure that they give these chances or these, these businesses opportunities to see, to test out. Mm. So that is in the sandbox, I think you'll have, I think your Hisa, I think was there. I think yeah, Nobu yeah. is there, a couple others. So that's why the person at CMA explained to me and I was like, okay, so it's legit. Okay. So I, I, um, like I went and like this, one of the apps I invested in Dovu, they even had like something about financial certified an institute. I called those people. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, Do you? <laughs> yes, I called them. Cause I'm like, listen, let me tell you, what is the one thing that's popular in Kenya right now? Land. There is Very no true. break. There is no advertisement that's not talking about land. Very if true. you'd ask any Kenyan off the road, uh, how will you just buy land? Cause it's advertised. 90% will say, no, what do they do? They conduct a search. Mm. Then they go there and visit. Mm. Okay. Mm. And then they look for neighbors and ask, by the way, is this land actually on sale? Because mm. you you know, they do a lot of due diligence on land, but for some reason, when it comes to life insurance or pensions or whatever it is, the minute the agent says, Oh, you'll, you know, 12% return, you're like, done. Everyone is writing there. Yes. I'm like, the only difference between when someone is buying a piece of land and if you're investing is the investments may be small because you're paying maybe on a monthly basis, but Mm. it's still your money. It's still your hard earned money. So Mm. even me, I told myself, I promised myself not even a thousand shillings (laughs) will leave my pocket to go to where I do not understand. Even if that thing fails or it doesn't Mm. go how it, it, I was supposed to, I will at least know I understood and I was okay taking on the risk. Oh, so that's what, yeah. So that's what I try to show through my page. And like life insurance is one of my passions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to tell people, listen, just, just find out more information. Mm. Don't, don't sign immediately. You're told just mm. find out enough information out there. I'm sure you've seen on social media people saying they were promised they'll get a million. They're only mm. getting like 300,000 and they're only this. So 
we just need to be a bit more diligent so that first of all, we know what we're investing in. Do not invest in what you do not understand. Okay. And my rule of thumb is if I cannot explain it, not, it doesn't have to be just, you know, in broad sense to mm. my seven year old, mm. then I have no business mm. investing mm. none whatsoever. But then now that you even speak about, I know this is a little bit out of scope of what we have planned, but now that you okay. speak about like life insurance and doing due diligence, mm-hmm. it reminds yeah. me of a Twitter thread I saw a few years. Um, I think it was back in 2020 when I was starting my blog. And I think okay. I wrote about it. The difference between mm-hmm. life insurance and a pension fund and an individual <laughs> pension fund. And someone had bought a life insurance policy thinking that they are buying into like they're investing in a pension uh, i remember i read that blog <laughs> that person posted i remember i remember yeah. i remember and then, i posted and then i'm like um to some extent yes there's the problem that you did not do due diligence and understand there's a difference between the two because one is for you the investment um the pension fund mm-hmm. is for your golden years when you retire and all that but this yeah. life insurance business is for your beneficiaries that's the difference yes. But also to some extent, I'm like the kind of financial advisors we have in Kenya. And I think now this is probably a, uh, a bone I probably have to pick with my yes. people in my industry is because now <laughs> people people are coming to you and they're pitching ideas as financial advisors, but yeah. they do not have yeah. the qualifications like a exactly. financial analyst, exactly. a financial yeah. planner. You know, these are exactly. just salespeople. That's is, the problem. Yeah. They're up there. And, and think, now, because now yeah. what, what I've seen in, let's say, like the UK or the US, mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. who are working as financial advisors, financial planners, they should mm-hmm. be certified and they have like a fiduciary duty to you. So if they give yes. you the wrong information now, that's that's mm-hmm. like that's like uh, breaking the, the law of the regulators, you know, something like that. And yeah. now to some extent, I don't blame them because now the person they're trusting to sell this financial product to them, they're supposed yeah. to sit them down and tell them, look, this is the difference. Life insurance mm-hmm. is for this and mm-hmm. your individual pension is for this. So you choose correctly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're supposed to know, you know, with an insurance product, even if it's a life insurance, if you don't pay your premiums, ah, then yeah, that's a problem. You start skipping premiums. <laughs> And this person is saying, I stopped paying and then I wanted to start paying. I wanted to pull out and then I lost all their money. I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't you're know. You, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're very, okay. Like now, for example, if I'll use UK as a case study, because in some of uh, my professional papers, we've, we've studied the, how they view their law. In, for example, in the UK, they have, even in South Africa, mm. they have the prudential authority mm. and they have a financial conduct authority. Exactly, exactly. So if you are responsible for selling anything to the customer, mm. you have a duty to make sure that you serve that customer fairly. Mm. You cannot, you, and you're supposed to sell to them the product which they require. You understand? Mm. This person needed a pension plan Mm. They were not supposed to have been sold out, sold an, a life product. A life and policy, yeah. if they were like in the UK or South Africa and they're able to show that evidence, mm. that insurance company would have been, um, would have oh, been they would fined. Have paid, yeah, they would have paid yes, the they would final, have been a fined penalty. Because, yes. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the things we lack here, especially on the insurance sector. Mm. I would pref- I would hope that, because uh, I think there's a small department in the IRA, that's mm. the insur- insurance regulatory authority. Mm. But I think we need a, a specific independent 
and it's still within IRA mm. where it deals with financial conduct mm. so that as an agent you're not because most of these agents what happens they sell you the product that brings them some of them that brings them those um the commission. That brings them the, the commission okay mm. Mm. and after that they do not care you understand so they're not necessarily selling you the product that is right for you Very right true. So that is the problem we have here. And for me, that's why I try to tell people, listen, if you get a policy document, always for insurance, do not mm. sign it that same day. Aye. Go read home, it. go home, read. And then it's read possible even like, get a lawyer, get a lawyer mm. to look at it. Exactly. Yes, exactly. I would rather you pay a little money to the lawyer to, to mm. interpret it for you mm. than you have contributed for five years and you lose the money because you did not know how this company treats lapses. Mm. how surrender values are, are calculated, are treated or how, how it comes about. Have, yes, how, what is a paid up value, for example, in case you're not able to contribute any more premium. Mm. So I I think like you're saying, it's very correct. We, we need to be very careful. I tell someone, don't sign, mm. don't sign immediately, don't sign. And there's nothing wrong. I'm like, be confident. Let me tell you something. Mm. I think if we had this voice recording for insurance companies and all these places where they say, you know, we are recording for customer purposes, mm. I think mine would appear on almost every insurance company, <laughs> every money market, uh, every, every, cause I call, I mm. call. And for me, I go even on instinct. Mm. If I call you guys and nobody answers and cause there's once I called a certain company mm. and that person, I'm like on your website, apart from MMFs, you have mm. one, two, three, how mm. does that work? And they mm. did not have an idea, ah. but they did not have an idea how that those other product works. Why? Cause mm. they are concentrating only on the market money, market fund, mm. but they had bond fund, they had equity funds. So you, there's not, I would rather waste a few, you know, air of, of my airtime, just calling around and figuring out because sometimes even your instinct will tell you like um no just just this one you will not get what you need so just just move on you understand yeah, very true so, very true yeah so that's one thing i hope even as kenyans as africans we can think about just be very very because we don't have those bodies like what is there in the us or what is there in you know the uk europe mm -hmm. australia i think even australia i just saw the other time some of the australian um uh influencers the financial influencers i follow that it's become so strict for them now mm -hmm. that you can't even share mm -hmm. you cannot even share what you are investing in mm -hmm. because then you would be you would it would be seen as a sort of influence on your followers mm -hmm. So I think, of course, that is a bit uh, too much on the strict side, yeah. but I think it's it's a bit it's a bit sad here that that happened, and that's why you'll see if you'll see me. I know I would never probably, I don't know, I don't have it in me to be able to coach people or what. But I have seen so many other pages on here yourselves. There are so many others. I once in a while I'll post on my stories mm. that are people who are certified or coaches or even certified like yourself who can actually teach you about finances. Mm. Okay. And mm. I'm like, invest a little in a little education. If you're trying to do it yourself and you see, oh, I'm not actually getting everything, I would be invest in a little bit in getting more information in a way that you can understand. Mm. Because you're investing in the same way, you know, if you're working or whatever, you try to get an MBA or you try mm. to do professional papers, invest in a little bit of your financial literacy. Mm. And that, my friend, is the number one thing that will give you uh, compounded returns even more than you would ever, because it 
it will allow you to be able to invest in things you understand, mm. to understand how some certain things work. Mm. And it will be such a load off your back where you know if you've put your money in somewhere, you know why you've put it because you understand what yeah. you're putting it into. That's very true. Yeah. And yeah. now speaking of your investments, <laughs> yes. let's talk about cryptocurrency because I, I realized it was part of your portfolio. Now, my mm-hmm. number one question was actually, how did you learn how to invest in cryptocurrency? So um, within this period of COVID and whatever, um, 2020, 2021, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, earlier when we were speaking or selling, that's when I had like a proper financial awakening, like, oh, there's FI. And then, you know, there's always this human response when you mm-hmm. feel that you've been left behind, mm-hmm. that you are behind your, uh, you are behind like what people maybe your age would be doing. Mm-hmm. You go on the overdrive and let me tell you, I was reading and watching and listening to everything, right? Mm. And I think 2020, 2021 is the period where I think even the US stock market, Mm. even cryptos were at their highest value yet. Mm. So even if you, the minute you are on like financial Instagram, you would come across something on on, on, you know, on cryptocurrency yeah, that everywhere. you know you bought this bitcoin ethereum solana cardano mm. there were so many things on there and but what i did is i was like okay i'm seeing this thing it looks good but and i think i can get you know some good returns but mm. what is it mm. so luckily i came across a podcast um online she's called uh laura sheen i think mm-hmm. um and she's she started talking about cryptocurrencies probably more before half the world knew what mm. cryptocurrencies were about so i went back to her posts of even 2017 2018 wow. and they really explained and they were like it explained what is bitcoin cuz then they were using Bitcoin as the SI unit, right? Because mm, mm. it's seen as the gold somehow, yeah, yeah. like the mm. gold. And you started with Bitcoin. What does it do? What does, you know, uh, cryptocurrency, do, crypto do in terms of decentralization? How does it work? What is a blockchain? Mm-hmm. What is mining? Like I learned so much mm. off of it that I actually believed in that. And so I started researching on coins, right? Mm-hmm. And I would, uh, Bitcoin at that time was so high. I was like, man, I can't afford Bitcoin. Bitcoin right now. Um, so I was like, it's okay. So I looked at, I would look at Ethereum. Um, now they have something they call like a white paper mm-hmm. where when you're bringing, coming up with a stock, sort of crypto or something, it's a white paper of, of what you want that to do what mm-hmm. you wanted to do, what you want to achieve. I would go to the website, right? And mm-hmm. I, some of them, for me, I won't lie, some of them I would look at some of their partners, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, wait a minute, if they have Deloitte, they mm-hmm. have Samsung and others, others they have like Department of Defense. Mm-hmm. So, and then you'd look at what they're trying to do and I'll be like, okay, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I will also be honest and say, the fact that it was growing so well then, Mm. was also a huge indicator because mm-hmm. I'm like, look at it. If it's growing, if it's grown that way over the last five years, if I put it now, imagine where I'll be. Uh, in you know, five, in five years, years. From now. Man, that money will have, you know, I will, oh, those 10 years where I was not sure, I was just, you know, living, just, you know, meeting my expenses in it. Mm. It will be sorted by the crypto. So I want to be also honest with that. That was one of, apart from me understanding what the, it was, mm-hmm. the fact that it was so high, especially mm-hmm. by, I think 21, 2021 was the highest year yet. Yeah. I was like, 
definitely this is going to be it for me. And so I started looking, okay, so what are the apps? You know, what mm. are the apps that I can invest in? And then I was like, also, I was that person who was also looking at, I would go to prediction pages because mm-hmm. <laughs> crypto has prediction pages. Yeah. So you will look like if you say, if you type like Ethereum prediction, mm. Mm. you will get like 10 pages mm. that are predicting this is how much Ethereum will be worth in five years, wow. in 10 years. So to me, the future looked bright. Yeah, you look at right? it and you're like, oh, you'll be a billionaire. <laughs> I was like, man, like, I remember even telling my partner one time, I'm like, and even him is like, and let me tell you, I was so good that I sold him on it as well. He's like, for sure. All we need is keep this in for like five years. And you Mm. have like, you know, you do the maths and you're like, hey, that maths is nothing. You understand? This one plus one is going to be a hundred. And you're like, okay, fine. You know, I'm sold. So when I did that, I, I sat down and I was like, look, I don't want, and I'm like, I don't want to miss out. So mm. I don't want to do this monthly, you know, like I do my MMF and circles. Mm. I want, so I, luckily we have like office loans that are at very good rates. Mm-hmm. So there I went, took a, 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 like, it's almost zero anyway. It's like an advance that you pay over. It's very minimal. Mm. So I just took that. I just took that. Like I said, not the best financial decision, but I was like, ah, lump sum. Lump sum is the thing. You understand? So that I get in on it now. Mapema, mapema, and your best. Yes, yes. Let me get on it now, early on. So I took my lump sum. And, and, and then when I took the first app that I joined was Coinbase. Mm-hmm. Now, Coinbase was very, very restrictive, especially mm-hmm. if you join in Kenya. I mm-hmm. think the most I could contribute or upload in a week was like 7,500 wow. shillings. Mm-hmm. And I was frustrated. I'm like, what? <laughs> How? Like, but it kind of also tempered me down in a bit. Because mm. then I started being like, okay, fine. I would put in that and I would see how it's working. And, mm. and it was still, you know, up and down, but my money wasn't really, it wasn't losing value. Mm. It was still going up and down. And then as I continued researching, I wop wop came across Binance. Mm-hmm. And Binance allows you to contribute whatever. So I was like, yes, this is what I wanted. Mm. This is what I needed. So I had done a bit of research and I was like, okay, I do want to get some Ethereum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I looked at a couple others. So I have also invested in like Cardano and Solana. And mm. then I also invested in some of some game tokens. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, you know, sometimes I haven't, I don't sometimes... I don't even look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it. I don't look at it because uh, sometimes when I do, I'm like, demotivated. Mm, yeah, I'm just like, it's okay. I, I try, I try, but they, I think it, it's months. I think the first time I looked at it was that time when we talked about having this. Mm. So uh, yeah, so I'm looking at it. So some of that is like I sand and mana. They are mm-hmm. kind of like some game related, uh, like Mana is, uh, I think, Decentraland, mm-hmm. uh, where you've had, I'm sure you've had like Snoop Dogg somewhere has gone in and bought like land, yeah, you know, those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am I, fine with that. So because um, my value is as people in want to buy more, they ask, you know, the coin itself, because that's what I've bought. I bought mm. the coins, for mm. example, here. So the 
I am I am hoping, you know, in, in then at my my way of thinking is, you know, in future I'll be able to do, you know, I'll be able this the, the coins will be able to have more in value and mm. all that. So mm. I'm like, okay, that that makes sense to me. So mm. I've I've invested in a couple. I think I've invested around uh, eight. Eight, wow. eight, eight, eight. Uh, but the one that has like eighty percent of the value is Ethereum, mm-hmm. and um, and then the others, the others have just a little bit. Though the value they have now, I can't even look at it because I'll just start crying. But <laughs> um, yeah, so that's how I got into cryptocurrencies. So so far, uh, because now you've, uh, I think one of my questions was how long you've been investing, and from our conversation so far, I think it's almost one year. Yes, it's going to be one year in November. In November. How is the experience so far? It is not for the faint of heart. (laughs) Okay. It's not for the faint. Because I kid you not, my crypto has dropped by more, I think almost more than 70%. Yeah, I know know, recently the the cryptocurrencies have been fluctuating a lot. Yes. Actually, it's more than fluctuated previously. And right now it's like it's not picking up. No, it's not picking up. It's also mm. kind of, I, I tend to think it also kind of follows a little bit of how the U.S. Uh, investments are doing now, like mm-hmm. the shares, mm. the ETFs, they're kind of down right mm. now. Yeah, they're so down. So I think it kind of, oh, and then now you see it almost mirrors that, but crypto is also so much more volatile. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm. Uh, like now people had assumed Ether was, there was like an Ether 2.0, there was supposed to be some merge and mm. guys had assumed that, you know, Ether will rock, will go up and all that to the moon, as people liked to say, but it's still not much improvement. Um, but so it's, it's look, it's not for the faint of heart. The, the one thing I think that was slightly my advantage mm-hmm. is I had other things as well. I did have a bit of not much, but I did have some money like on my emergency, some small investment like in ETFs and things like that. Mm-hmm. But for me, my like my number one would be like, man, if there are some things you need to do to have in place in hindsight, if I could go back mm. uh, in have in place before you start thinking about investing in, in cryptocurrency, mm. because I think if, if you're not like, especially if you're that person who is risk averse, mm. this, this will, the, the way it is right now, it will give you, you know, blood pressure, like your mind, your mind will tell you, you know, it's fine. It's a paper loss. You can just hold it, but still the same mind will be like, it's 70% down. You understand? Yeah, I So for me, I think cryptocurrency should be on the, in fact, a couple of pages I followed before, um, especially like in the US, I think um, maybe Europe's a bit, Mm. they say it shouldn't be less than 5%. Mm. And I agree. (laughs) <laughs> I agree for me. I think it shouldn't be less actually. And that is from a point of, for me, what I've done is I'm mm. holding on to it right now with mm. everything. But let me tell you, I won't lie. Every other time I am held, I have to have a conversation like, girl, um, <laughs> do not sell. Hold on. You'll make a paper loss. Then I'm, but I'm like, I have that back in mind. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I can't just let me take it and put that money in a circle, mm. even with the loss that it is. Mm. Um, so it's, it's, if you're not number one, if you are risk averse, cryptocurrencies, I think aren't for you really. 
Yeah. I don't think so. Um, even for me, who is moderately averse, mm. it's been really hard to see that drop. And that's why after a time, I decided to no longer include it in my portfolio mm. because it was jumping all over the place. <laughs> Like you'd have this up and then in the next, it's so down. It's not like, you know what? Let me remove it. It's, mm. In fact, right now, I don't, I consider it almost like a bad debt. Mm. I'm like, if it it pay off, I'll hold, I'll hold it. I'll hold whatever's there. Mm. And we'll see in five years. My, mm. What I've said is in uh, 2027, mm. if it has not increased, mm. just make a point. I will just withdraw everything and then I will just spend it. I will not even save it. Just count it as Yes, I will just spend it on whatever, be it a trip or what. But if it's improved, then we'll see. But for me right now, I don't even view it as part of my assets. But I do talk about it on the page for transparency mm. so that guys yeah. know, look, I have crypto, mm. but I on my end, I have withheld like i have i am like no i'm um i don't view it by the way it's there but not there you know like a phantom mm. asset <laughs> i wow. view it like a phantom asset yes the strategy that you have for holding uh-huh. it's it's one of the advice strategies for any investment yes because um the thing with financial markets, they always have mm-hmm. a way of correcting themselves. And I know yes. cryptocurrency operates on a different financial market and they are yeah. a different kind of assets. Like um, they do they do not respond to other factors that affect these other assets like bonds and stocks and all exactly. that. I've not followed that market very much, but the little that mm-hmm. I know, there are times mm-hmm. that it fluctuates and then there are times that it peaks. If I were you, I think I would still also hold. I'll give it maybe yep. a few years, uh, a few months. Uh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not that patient. That's the thing. I'm not that patient. So I, I don't think I'll hold up to 2027 like you, but I'll give it a few months or probably even a year to see how, how it goes. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, um, Najita took Amkutano and I'm like, okay, because now also <laughs> in investments, in investments, yeah. I think there's a time now you need to, eh, you need to call yourself for a meeting and you're like, okay, this was a bad yeah. investment. Yeah, it's time to get out of the market. Not even just the market. Actually, the market will always okay. correct itself in the long run. Okay. But if you yeah. think maybe probably you're investing in an in a stock that the company is not performing, the market mm-hmm. is doing well. That industry is doing well, but this specific company is not doing well. The specific stock is not doing well. There's yeah. probably no hope of that um, improving. So for that, yes. now you can count your losses and get out. But now. Yeah. When it's probably the whole market, yeah, yes. they're holding it for a while and seeing how it goes. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a very good strategy. And then if I were you, because I'm 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 not so much of a risk taker when it comes to money, I'd be like, <laughs> the market has corrected itself. Uh-huh. I'll be the first one to sell my <laughs> and get out. I wouldn't like, in fact, I think there are even a couple of people who, you know, because sometimes guys uh, message me and I think there are a couple of stall. I, it's also a point, like the minute I will break even, mm. I probably think that would be my first thought. Like the minute <laughs> I break even, like I get back what I put in, I will probably, I'm just saying, I will probably just sell off. Mm. Does that mean I may lose future value? I'm like, yes, but mm. I, it has, what it has made me to understand is I am a moderate uh, investor, like moderate in terms of aggressiveness, yeah. but up to yeah. a certain point, mm-hmm. up to a certain point. I'm not that comfortable with the volatility that yeah. crypto is. Mm. And like I said, even me holding right now is I'm like, listen, it's a paper loss. Mm. It becomes an actual loss when you sell it. Mm. So I'm just like, hold on. 
mm. just hold on girl just hold on like if in december mm. or like march next year mm. somehow i wake up one day and i find <laughs> that i have reached break broken even like the money i put in is what it's valued at now mm. uh that same day is first of all converted to like a stable coin because that's the way sometimes binance works sometimes mm-hmm. either convert to a stable coin that's one to one with the dollar and then i withdraw that So I I agree with you I will hold because again I also um you know what the person in me is like that that's too much of a loss for you to also take out the money right now mm. but uh like now for me me it's, I'm already in it mm. but for someone out there who's thinking what do I do do I want cryptocurrencies I'm like listen um do you have a sort of emergency fund something yeah. as an emergency fund mm. do you have other savings mm. other more stable savings are you in you know in bonds or are you saving in a sacco or are you doing something else that's a bit more stable even shares mm. even nse shares are not as volatile because you oh, know right yeah. now most stock markets even uh you know um this like nairobi stock exchange it's it's they're all behaving the same with yeah, yeah. everywhere mm. they are we are at kind of a downturn right now mm. but like you said so now later the market will if you you know if you zoom out mm. of the graph of most stock exchanges mm. you will see it goes up it has yeah. the small fluctuations in between mm. but it will always be on the upward trend but for uh cryptocurrency let that be your last let that be your last <laughs> let that be money like for me actually my advice is putting cryptocurrency money you're willing to lose Mm, okay mm, money mm. you're like it can go because like uh there were people who i think invested there's a cryptocurrency i think that was called luna mm. or something and i think it went to almost zero wow like there was issues or something happened and it just went to a terra luna or something the stable coin mm. failed and then like so imagine somebody who had even if of course the company says they will pay off mm. but imagine that's where you'd put in your uh your pension money Oh, or you put in, imagine that kind of stress where you're I like get your a money. Heart attack. <laughs> you see, because you see again, um, you know, right now, even in a bank account, you know, your money is protected by the deposit um, insurance up to a point. You understand? Mm, mm. But with this one, you're not. So you have to be. That has to be the. La- I'm not saying. First of all, before people come at me in any way, I'm not saying <laughs> cryptocurrencies and are, are bad, but I'm saying listen. you need to have other more stable assets mm-hmm. um in place before mm-hmm. uh having crypto um mm-hmm. in in as as part of your assets and like mm-hmm. i said is if you don't have uh an emergency fund some sort it mm-hmm. it can be one month you know whatever month it is mm-hmm. have something that you can rely on should an emergency occur mm-hmm. you should have that fast set up mm-hmm. you should also if you have debt you should look at how are you paying that debt mm-hmm. are you being are you making sure that you're paying it off well you know mm-hmm. uh i will also be that person who says i don't believe that you can pay off debt and uh, you should just pay off debt i think you can do both pay yeah. off debt and still invest mm. but do you have a good thing in place you understand mm. um if you have debt you have no business mm. going towards crypto first of mm. all i mm. think finish your debt and then invest in other more stable assets okay mm. do your mm your circles your mmf your shares mm. something that's a bit more and then also first of all get educated mm. 
there's not you know there's no time limit on education understand understand the small things understand mm. what is crypto what is cryptocurrency mm. what is blockchain okay mm. the crypto that you are investing in what is it actually supposed to do mm. Okay, because you have mm-hmm. to also believe in what it's supposed to do. What are the kind of things it's supposed to do? How is that beneficial? Is there, does that mean, you know, because what you're doing here when you're investing in this crypto, you're buying like, you know, for Ethereum, the mm-hmm. network or whatever it's called, it's Ether, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the, there's Ethereum, then there's Ether, you know, there's the, all these other coins and all that. What mm-hmm. you're doing is you are buying all this cryptocurrency because mm-hmm. you have a belief that it will grow in future. But mm. why will it grow in future? Why? Why would it be growing? Because, for example, like mana that I did, it's because it has a future in gaming and all those things. And mm-hmm. one of the main things right now, and that's why we even have like esports, for mm. example, mm. is gaming is quite big worldwide. It's not, yeah. not just in, in, in the Western world, even in Africa, in Kenya. Yeah. So I see potential. Mm-hmm. In that. So I invest in coins like mana, for example, because I know mm-hmm. um in future there's a possibility that will, you know, have more, you know, people will be more into it. So mm-hmm. it, the, the value of the coin will also go up because the mana is what is the coin you use to buy things on mm-hmm. Decentraland, right? Mm-hmm. So if it does well, yeah. So that's I believe in it. If in the future, like we were saying before, it doesn't work, mm. it's fine. But at least I know all these coins I invested in. I at least understood what they were for, what they mm. are doing. Okay. Mm. And I had uh, at that point, apart from like I keep saying, I won't lie, a big part of it was I was seeing the dollar signs and the increase of money in five years or so. I mm. was, I was, mm. there's no, let me not be, I'm not that nice a person that I was like, it's just the belief in what the coin, I was also looking at the return. Okay. Mm. It's mm. just that unfortunately for me, 2022 has been a down year mm. and, you know, and they've not gone um, uh, as high as instead my portfolio has gone, yes, as predicted, mm. but that was it. 50-50 was, I believe in where the coin is going. The other 50s, I was looking at how the coins had performed five, four, three years. And I was looking at the future value and seeing, oh, I'm definitely going to get something. So mm. just educate have other steps so that even if anything happens like for me here like i said it's painful but it doesn't affect my day-to-day mm. if i need if an emergency happens i have money somewhere to sort me out should an emergency happen okay mm-hmm. i have other assets that are earning me more stable interest on a mm. monthly basis on a yearly mm. basis so as much as it's painful mm. that that portfolio is down more than 60 percent mm. i'm okay so that's the advice before crypto, crypto should not be your main asset. Mm, that's a very good strategy and good advice, actually. And I think, actually, I think it should be applied in all investments. Like um, mm-hmm, exactly. when, you're, when you're getting into any investment, especially um, a long-term asset, mm. you're supposed to put money that you know you will not need it in the short term. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a very likelihood the market will not go according to your predictions. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if that is money you'd put there without planning for your emergencies and other short-term spending and all that, you'll start offloading that asset. Mm-hmm. And there's a very mm-hmm. high likelihood, likelihood that you're going to make a loss out of it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That, that's a very good plan. Uh, let's circle back to your portfolio. Okay. I know you mentioned earlier that um, you really, you've not been tracking your your cryptocurrency 
mm-hmm. and that it has we already know that uh, the market has been tanking for a while now but yeah. overall even if you're not including mm-hmm. it in your portfolio at the moment mm-hmm. overall mm-hmm. if you were to include it in your portfolio has it mm-hmm. affected it so much yes mm. How? it has okay um you know when i did my first like net worth mm. i think in the beginning of the year mm. the it had it had started dropping but it wasn't yet very low right mm. Mm. um so it it is it was quite significant actually mm. so the minute i the minute now it started like going low then i would see that big change mm. I would just see that very big change in terms of net worth, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, net worth, it's not, net worth is not really important. I don't view it as the high end, but I just like to see how I'm moving, you know, with regards to my assets and liabilities. Mm-hmm. And that's why sometime in this, I think a few months, either July or so, mm-hmm. I changed and just redid what my assets are excluding, mm-hmm. excluding crypto mm-hmm. from January. Mm. So I just removed it completely and just did with everything else with, with, uh, cause funny enough, even ETF, my ETFs have also gone down as well. Mm. Um, as you know, the U S stock market is also uh, on a downward trend yeah. as well, yeah. but mm. with that one, as it has shown in history, I don't worry because I know with mm. a surety that it, it will correct up. itself. Mm. In fact, I wish I had, um, um, you know, for me, I, I have um, an annual budget I set and it's, even if it's not set in stone, I try to stick to it because that allows me to be more, you know, to meet my goals and all that. Mm. But I see why some who have money are like, you know, you invest now because this is one of the low, um, you know, and if you're able to invest now, it means, you know, the minute the, the market starts correcting itself, definitely. The prices will go the, higher. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, it's okay. I'm fine. Um, whatever it is, I know for sure. Like I say, I zoom out. If you zoom mm. out, let's say like the S&P 500, yeah. uh, which is one of the ETFs I have, you will mm. see like, yes, if, if you go in here, there are years like in 2010, you know, 2020, when it went, you know, 208 and all that, it has mm. years that it's gone down, right? Mm. Um, mm. But then it also has, but if you zoom out, it's on an upward trend. Mm. so that one I have like my ETFs I have no problem holding those even for like 10 years Mm. and no problem whatsoever because I know for sure they will be you know I I will get more than what I put in without a doubt but it's like you're saying for crypto we don't know I don't know and (laughs) to be honest I've learned um, um, I don't know so for that like I said crypto probably I can say five years but I won't lie the minute um, it picks up and I have made broken even, mm, I will be out. <laughs> out completely, like completely, no lie. There's something I think I, I even mentioned when I was beginning, let's say this is a time you're discovering, uh, you know, finances and, mm. you know, uh, trying to be. I think one of the things I would advise is, look, um, try not to feel that mm. you're so far behind because mm. to be honest, I won't lie. That was one of my driving factors because mm. I was panicked and mm. I'm like, oh my goodness, I've worked for 10 years. I can, I barely have anything to show for it. I need to be on, on, you need I, to, I need to, to yes. You, exactly. you want I to go on to, this autopilot mode of, I need to catch up. I need to catch up. I yes, to I need to catch up. I understand when people say, you know, um, if you invested, if you had invested, you know, in, 
20, whatever, 15, where you'd be now. And I'm like, yes, it's good to show someone that, mm. but you don't also dwell on it too listen. much. Yes, mm. dwell on the fact of fine, you've discovered it now. What can you do to get to where you need to be? Okay, so that you make a sense, because that I won't lie, that was one of my driving factors is because I was looking at how has crypto grown? Oh, Mm. you know, those, you know, if you go to the to online, you'd find, you know, it's if even you do the graphs like you'd click on and you'd see this has grown like a thousand percent, 500 percent. And I'm like, ah man, that means if I can put this in something, it can grow. Mm. quickly at least i won't have you know it won't be i won't be completely zero at zero Mm. starting over Mm. but i think the first thing i would say is listen even if you're discovering it at 40 at 45 at 35 25 it's fine okay personal finance is personal you have your own journey Mm. just sit down if you can either by yourself or with an expert and have or someone who is an educator i would say Mm. and and look at where do you need to go Mm. look at your current situation and where do you need to go and work on that kind of have a tunnel vision you know yeah, like have yeah. horse blinders on and just look forward because mm. that's that's what if if i hadn't i i won't lie i probably if i did not have that kind of feeling looking like i've missed out and i what was on earth was i doing not doing things for you know just i because i really really beat myself up about it you know i was just like really girl are you really you're smart you know what Mm. how 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 does that long a time pass you by and you have no idea Mm. you're not thinking at all what Mm. you want to do you know it also made me see that you know we need to also be be kind to yourself yes let's say you've figured it out when you're 40 it's okay Mm. it's better than not figuring it out at all very true very true so (laughs) whatever it is 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 don't be harsh on yourself giving give yourself enough time Mm -hmm. to be like okay fine i'm a bit late Mm. but what can i do yeah what can i do that Mm. will help you from not investing in these you know because you know you know the scams are there so many scams online that will prevent you from having those scams doing Mm. you know being taken in by those scams because in your mind you're like i'm so behind Mm. i need to have money okay so i'm always like yeah um just go easy go easy you'll get to where you need to get to look at the your why don't do it because you're you you're thinking oh the kind of return i'm getting that's that's not the right uh look at for cryptocurrencies number one yeah. look yeah. at why do you want to invest in it mm-hmm. not because i you know kenyan on fire said it's it's a hot product it's what mm-hmm. you should invest in mm-hmm. or some influencer had a you know a live with uh, a certain app and mm-hmm. they are telling you how good it is let's let's just work be on your careful. own terms yes mm-hmm. yeah just be careful with how you do that okay okay um Thank you so much. That was mm-hmm. that was very enlightening. And it just reaffirmed my decision to not get into the market because I cannot handle that volatility. <laughs> Even for a day. <laughs> Even for a day. <laughs> oh my goodness. I I cannot. I, I don't think um I don't think I can handle such kind of volatility. Real estate is also volatile, but it's just that for me, it's not like I'm buying something that I want to sell in the next two months or three months or something like that. It's just something I'm buying and holding. So I'm comfortable there. When it comes to Uh. investments, I like my comfort over there. But something that I look 
the price today is here tomorrow imechuka chini ah yeah i understand i understand I that i, understand I cannot that. survive that but it's it's good to learn about your experience um to yeah. hear your side of the story and how it's working for you and mm-hmm. i'm i'm hoping the market picks up soon actually yeah i'm hoping it picks up and we'll see whether you can hold it for a while or you you want to see how it goes again after that me i'll be i'll be the first one i'll be the first person to be tell you guys uh folks <laughs> i'll be <laughs> the first one I'll like, be like guys no i'll be honest cuz at least that allows me to be also a bit honest if i do decide to sell at that point it would i would tell because then my my portfolio of assets would be increased because i would take that and put it in another asset yeah yeah and then probably it's an asset that i'm tracking so mm. definitely i would i would i would let 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 people know that yeah okay uh, finally the lord has heard my prayers <laughs> and i have broken even Mm, <laughs> and <get> now <laughs> yes now it's time it's i'm like it's fine it's fine now now i i can i can go out it's been real it's been good mm. uh it's i've gotten my own sort of character development yeah from it <laughs> uh but yeah yes so that, that that would be my 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 that's how i would look at it thank you so much thank you for taking the time uh welcome That was Kenyan on fire sharing her experience about investing in cryptocurrencies. I hope you've learned something because this was quite enlightening. Her advice is that cryptocurrencies are very volatile. So it is important to have an emergency fund first and you only put money there that you know you will not need in the short term. She also recommends dealing with your debt first and investing in other stable assets like stocks and bonds before getting into cryptocurrencies. Most importantly, Take your time. Do not be in a rush to get into the market feeling like you have been losing from previous returns. Take your time and learn more about cryptocurrencies and the specific currencies that you are interested in. Personally, I just learned that my decision to stay away from cryptocurrencies is still valid. The volatility in that market is too high for my comfort. Thank you again to Kenyan on Fire for agreeing to share experience and taking the time for this discussion. You can follow her financial independence journey on IG. I will leave a link to her page on the episode description. And thank you again for joining me on this episode as we work towards financial independence. I hope you found it useful and you will join me for the next one. Until then, stay proactive with your finances. <laughs>